1: This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. How you doing? I am Dan Day. Hopefully you're feeling good. Gonna make it a Feel Good Friday, and that's how you have to say it and feel it. Feel Good Friday. I know they got the quarantine going on, although Kind of being lifted a little bit there's some social unrest but you should still feel good on a friday and if you're not feeling good i'm going to endeavor to make you feel good friday with some of that good reggae music on the way maybe those good vibes are what ails you and they'll just cure everything and make you feel good friday plus going to be hearing from the joe rose show talking to ian eagle the guy's a renaissance man so he's going to be talking about all kinds of sports The Dan Levitard Show has weekend observations. No, 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 not this coming weekend. This past weekend's weekend observations. A little late, but hey, better late than never. They've been busy this week, I guess. Hawk and Crowder, today's National Donut Day, so you know they're absolutely stoked. Speaking of being stoked, stoked to give you these headlines. The MLBPA has rejected an owner's proposal to drastically shorten this season's schedule and pay players on a per-game basis. The NBA will resume at July 31st in Las Vegas, and the league is looking into pushing back the start of next season to December 1st. Former Georgia Bulldog and current Buffalo Bill Jake Fromm has apologized for saying only elite white people should own guns. The Bills have not responded to his comment. Miami CF held their first small group practice yesterday and will soon host full team practices. MLS will resume in Orlando later this year. Patriots QB Jarrett Stidham has led teams and his teammates in private practice sessions. Stidham is slated to be the starter for New England this season. Brian Flores says he lost a friend during recent social unrest protests. NFL coaches did return to practice facilities today. And now, after a long week, let's take a step into the day spa. A Cutler Bay woman recently filmed a parade of blue crabs by her house after heavy rains forced them above ground. Where was Florida man? Getting a pot boiling. A boy in China recently had surgery to remove 20 magnet balls that he had inserted in his penis. I guess he thought it would give him a magnetic personality. (sighs) Studies show that the oceans are full of snot from fish and humans. Ah, just in time for our return to the beach. Now on to weather. Tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures around 80. Getting up in the morning, you got to get your Joe going. Not just a cup of Joe. We're talking about the Joe Rose Show weekdays from 6 to 10 earlier today. He, Zach Krantz, Hollywood, caught up with Ian Eagle. This guy does it all in the sports world, so they're talking about it all. Like, are KD and Kyrie coming back when the NBA restarts? Thoughts on the NBA return? A September avalanche of sports. Oh, sounds glorious to me. NBA favorites as of right now, with the season restarting. And Tua to the Dolphins.
3: Well, I got to ask you this right off the bat. So, the Brooklyn Nets are a seven seed. We've got uh, eight regular season games left. And I just thought, man, if Kyrie Irving and KD came back with a potential of 60 points and if they're in really good shape, do we know anything? Could that happen? Are those guys officially <laughs> out at this point?
0: They're certainly not officially out. Anything that was proclaimed prior to the pandemic, to me, you can't just assume that what was the plan prior is now the plan. So those that have dismissed the notion saying, no, 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 they've been saying all along, no KD, no KD. Things have changed. They've changed dramatically. Games are going to be played in August. Everybody just assume that uh, once the Nets left the playoff scene in August, late April, that that would be the end of it, and KD would get ready for next year. Well, next year doesn't start till December. So uh, I think there's going to be a re-examination of exactly the best way to handle it, asking KD his opinion. The team's medical staff as well will weigh in. The general manager, Sean Marks, and upper management, their sports science team, Uh, they're all going to have to get together once uh, this really gets going in earnest to determine what's the most rational plan moving forward.
3: Well, I'll tell you one thing you wouldn't want to face him if those guys are back and we find out. <laughs> oh, Can you no. imagine going, are you kidding me? This is who we open with in the playoffs? Are you kidding?
4: Yeah, imagine that 2-7 matchup now if they did in the East with Toronto thinking they weren't going to face a uh, Ke- uh, Kyrie or Kevin Durant then all of a sudden they both showed. By the way, not that I uh, follow gambling websites, but I do. And at one point, the Nets were 750-1 to to win the NBA championship. And just with the hint of those two guys coming back, they've moved to 60-1 to to win the championship. So so obviously those two guys <laughs> will make a difference if they do come back and play for the Brooklyn Nets during this. Uh, when you heard uh, Ian about uh, the comeback for the playoffs and everything uh, and the way that it's going to be handled uh, now with 22 teams, what were your first thoughts when you saw the way the NBA is going to finish their season and crown a champion?
0: Yeah, Zach encouragement more than anything else. I think this was phase two. Phase one was just sitting down and going through all the possibilities and all the contingencies of what this might look like. Phase two was actually coming up with a legitimate plan and releasing it to the public and trying to visualize how this is all going to play out. Phase three is the most difficult part and that's the logistics of making sure everybody is safe, everybody is taken care of, that's players, that's coaches, that's staff members, to me is going to be the major hurdle in uh, trying to determine if this something that can come off smoothly or if they're going to be serious bumps in the road. The NBA is a very thorough organization. Adam Silver, if you've ever seen him speak, heard him speak, you understand that this is a man that that doesn't just come to the microphone with speculation and conjecture. He's usually gone through every possible scenario in his own head before he faces the questions. But these are unprecedented times and there are going to be questions popping up along the way uh, that the NBA is going to have to deal with and now I think we get to the real tough, challenging part of this whole plan.
3: By the way, September is going to be like never before with all these sports playing at the same time. They start, if everything stays the way it is, the start of the NFL season plus the playoffs for the NHL and NBA. What a crazy time and how the heck are you going to handle all that? I was thinking of you last (laughs) night.
0: Yeah, we're going to have an avalanche, which would be great. Let's all be frank here. Uh, You guys have been talking sports for months here with no actual sports to talk about. So if we get games to me would would be the best case scenario And then trying to finagle schedules and work it all out and put the jigsaw puzzle together, I'm not worried about that. It's going to be okay. We'll we'll make it work. Normally, I'm someone that's compartmentalizing and juggling a lot of balls in the air. That's not a problem. If there are games to be called, whether they're live, in person, at a venue, or in a studio off a monitor, I'm ready for it. I'm excited about it. And that would just mean that we're we're getting closer to to maybe getting back to to normal life, which uh, just seems... So uh, completely unrealistic today, but I'm certainly a positive person and, and I want to believe that uh, that's the road that we're we're traveling on.
4: I, and uh, of course, you got kids, even though one of them is a superstar and one of them, I think he's a Clippers radio guy at this point, so he's not a kid anymore. But if you, uh, thinking about the NBA players bringing their families to Orlando and yep. the chance, the fact that, okay, let's say LeBron's kids are there or well, it doesn't matter what player it is, you got to tell them they can't go to Disney World, right? Like they can't be running around Orlando and Disney World universe. Universal Studios, then coming back to the hotel, that is obviously going to be a problem the NBA is going to have to deal with with all their players and teams, right? You can't go out and have fun in Orlando, but you could be with your family.
0: I think if you look at Uh, the way that that this has been laid out, it is a bubble format. (laughs) That means that you can't necessarily exit the bubble until we get to a point where uh, we believe that we're in a much safer place, and not just for the NBA players and their families, but for everybody, for society. Uh, So I think the NBA is well aware of the optics of this. Of course, they're going to have to have testing in place, and it's going to be constant. We're all hoping and crossing our fingers that by the time we get to this, through through late summer that we've made stride in that area and that we are closer to a vaccine. Ultimately, the only way that we're all going to move forward from this is to know that we can be safe doing the normal everyday things that we've always done. Yeah, just for me on a personal level, uh, my travel year in, year out is extensive. And the idea of doing that right now, not to say that I'm not gonna do it, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. If I have assignments, I'm gonna go and fulfill my assignments. The way in which you do that is going to be affected. Less flights and cancellations and things that are out of your control. That's the one part of the equation for me on a personal level that I was always concerned about. I always had angst because I was taking chances on things that I did not control, and that's a flight from Miami to Phoenix, going from an NFL game to an NBA game. I need to know that flight's going to go, and these days, who knows what travel is going to look like. So all of those questions are are still going to be very much at the forefront of of this whole equation, but what you're alluding to, yeah, they can't allow slip-ups. This cannot be a house of cards in the NBA where one card pull just knocks down all of the cards. Uh, They're going to have to have safeguards in place.
3: I know home court advantage is going to be crazy because the NBA, especially like the Miami Heat, great home record Sure, some of these other teams. So what happens now with everybody coming to the same gym and playing against each other. Do you have a favorite coming out of this, or is it still the best teams should be the best teams?
0: Yeah, well, let's think about this for a moment. You're talking about teams that have had more than three months off. So how players handle that, Did they work out on their own, Did they stay sharp mentally, that aspect of it all the things you're used to all the stimuli that normally goes into an NBA game crowd music certain sounds that you hear all of that is out of the mix you're not even in a normal NBA venue so just things that you've grown accustomed to for your entire NBA life but here's the flip side of it these guys are competitors these guys in the case of a spirited practice will get at and ultimately the teams that have that kind of, of approach that, hey, they're crowning a champion. I don't care if there are no fans. I don't care right. if, if there's no PA announcer. I don't care if there's no music or sound effects. I don't care if the broadcasters are there or not. I just don't care. I just want to go win. So now when you look at it in those terms, it's the players that have that certain will. To A guy like Kawhi Leonard, I think we all would agree. It doesn't matter where you put him, in the middle of 19,000 fans screaming or in a schoolyard somewhere going through drills on his own. He is a machine. I don't think he'll be affected by this. He's just going to go about his business. Uh, LeBron James. Similar, I know early, 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 he said, oh, I don't, I don't know about playing with no fans. Well, this is what you got. This is yeah. how it's going to be. So you're going to have to find other ways to motivate yourself, not saying LeBron specifically. I don't worry about him. Nobody ever worries about him on a basketball court. But every player is going to have to really dig deep within and remember what it is that drove them to become the player that they are today and use some of those elements to motivate themselves. Hey,
3: Ian, there, there's something new to us. Just to, hold, hold on. Uh, something new in your life. Uh-uh. Oh, you got yourself a new partner on that CBS yeah. football show, Charles Davis. Yeah,
0: how about that? How about yeah. that? One of, the, one of the just most beautiful guys you'll ever meet. Uh, we've had a chance to, to really get to know each other on Zoom calls each of the last four weeks. And that's actually been incredibly helpful. We knew each other, obviously had been in each other's company, but just having that, that face-to-face time for 45 minutes, an hour a week, Evan Washburn, our sideline reporter, would join us on these calls. And we're just going to do them straight through every single week. And not even talking football more than anything else, guys. As you know, like building chemistry, you and Zach, it's not always about just talking sports and hearing your sports opinions. It's about getting to know the person. So yep. it's been really invaluable, excited. I'm I'm just hoping uh, that we we just get the NFL season going and uh, we just find the rhythm that that you need to find not just for us as broadcasters but just as as football fans in general. That that to me is is going to be pretty special if if indeed all the timing works out and and we can start at the time in which we hope we can.
4: Yeah, it didn't take very long by the way in our text machine. You brought up Charles's name and Charles Davis awesome. Texts are coming in now. A favorite here on our show. We've had Charles on for years. Yeah. One of our yeah, draft great guys. Guy. There. V- very happy. To hear that he was pairing with you, two of our favorites uh, here, and especially on the CBS thanks, broadcast the team. Not to kiss your butt too much, but I, I had to throw that out there. You no, know, we do. Uh, we we right. do kiss your ass a lot on this show. Right. We want to let you know I am. You do, you get there's a lot of
3: South Florida ass kissing going on with you. Hey, how do you how do you feel about Tua? By the way, before let, what were your thoughts when Tua comes to the Miami Dolphins?
0: Yeah, that that's the way I thought it should be. Honestly, to me that that made the most sense, and and I'm sure you guys looked at every possible angle on this thing leading up to the draft, and you've talked about every possible angle since. Uh, but to me, that that's the fit. That's what the team needed going forward. They needed someone to build around, and uh, you know I think the kid's got incredible drive. Clearly, he's he's an elite talent now. Let's see if they can put it all together and build an offense around him, and uh, certainly, as we know, uh, there's a lot of respect for uh, the people that are in powerful positions within the organization that they're going to do the right things moving forward and turn this franchise around.
4: Uh, I just wanted to ask you this. Besides the obviously uh, getting prepared for what could be sports seasons and and two of the major sports you're working with, uh, have you been doing like binge watching tv like is the wife sick of you yet like what's going on in the house with the whole quarantine over the last couple of months
0: yeah wife is not sick of me uh, i get that question hey, a lot i'm, I'm gonna really start to have to analyze why people are asking me that question because i'm not an <laughs> annoying person it's I'm just a go-to easy... <laughs> question to
3: ask it's just go-to it's nothing personal right right yeah you're not you're
0: exactly not. you get a lot of your family ready to kill you are they... no they're not no we like each right. other we have no drama in the house like, be a uh, Rose family. A...
3: that was bad it is right,
0: right. <laughs> Yeah, we're not. I must say, I thought we'd be watching a lot more TV. I watch a lot. I do consume a lot on the road, traveling planes. I tend to to just crush shows, but I can't say that we've overdone it. Uh, there's been stuff that that we've really liked. There's a show on Hulu, Dave about the rapper Little Dicky. It right, is right, so yeah. good. I'm just telling you right now if you have Hulu and you haven't watched his show, that's the one. That's the the pandemic stamp of approval quarantine that I would be all over. It was a really well-done, funny, witty legitimate, terrific show that, that I consumed during this time.
3: I can't thank you enough, man, for uh, coming on. I really appreciate it. Last second, thank you so much.
0: Oh, are you kidding me? Last second ass-kissing is the best, kind of ass-kissing. <laughs> <laughs> I learned from the best, Ian. I learned from the best right here. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, Ian. I appreciate it. it. Uh, feel good, guys. Great hearing your voices, mm-hmm. truly. And I uh, can't wait to see you guys in, in South Florida. So we'll, we'll touch elbows. I look forward to yeah. it.
1: I'd love to watch Dave, but I don't have a Hulu account. DM me your password and username. I'll kiss your ass. That was Iron Eagle. That guy, he does it all. Great voice, great personality, great analysis. Speaking of great, listen to this.
2: A beatdown of a man who damaged his truck. And just like that, J.R. Smith is back.
1: Weekend observations from the Dan Lebetard Show almost a week late. Ah, gotta love it. That's next on the Best of the Joe Show. It is the best of The Joe Show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a feel-good Friday. Gotta feel good with some of that good reggae music, especially from the man, the myth, the legend, Bob Marley. Exodus. Everything is all right. Avoid the rain. Avoid the coronavirus. Show some love. Yeah. Need more of this in the world right now, especially with everything that's going on. Something else that might make you feel good on this Friday. It is Marky Mark Wahlberg's birthday. My Mount Rushmore of Marky Mark Wahlberg's works. Boogie Nights, Entourage. Remember, he was the executive producer for that. And actually, it's a lot about his life right there. Also, I'm going to go with Shooter. Not because... It's better than Departed. It's just something kind of different. Marky Mark, Boogie Nights, Entourage, Shooter, and then, of course, Feel the Vibrations. It's such a good vibration. No, I'm not making you feel good on a Friday. I'm taking away from Bob Marley singing Marky Mark. Feel the Vibrations. You can always feel the vibrations, though, from the Dan Lubitard Show weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560 to Joe. The old saying is better late than never. Oh, yeah. Stugatz has his weekend observations. You might be saying, no, oh, no, 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 no. It's the weekend now, Friday. No, 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 he can't see into the future. They just got so backlogged that today, Friday, they ran their weekend observations that they usually run on Monday for this past weekend. How about we relive it right here?
3: It is time for Stu to share his game notes. No one in the media will tell you what happened better than my boy
2: Stu. Dan! A bike ride around L.A. with LeBron James. And a beatdown of a man who damaged his truck. And just like that, J.R. Smith is back.
5: Again, those are observations from last weekend. Some things got in the way. <laughs> These are all observations from last weekend.
2: It was like a month ago. Deadliest pandemic of our lives. The defining race protest of our lifetime. And now is when Elon Musk decides to finally accomplish something. <laughs> hey, Musk, how about you hop on a rocket and wherever it lands, do us all a favor. Stay there. Oh, God. Also, congratulations on being the man who got a rocket to work before he got a car to work. <laughs> You were you were you were a real leader when it came to questioning Elon Musk. Saturday night, CBSSports.com. Top headline, Richard Hamilton. Michael Jordan traded a wizard for trash talking to him. Hashtag COVID19. ProFootballtalk.com. Saturday afternoon, third headline. Jack Del Rio. Said sky's the limit for Chase Young. You know what I say, Dan? Hashtag COVID19. You are on it on a Friday. How about that? <laughs> I mean the headline before that. Ryan Fitzpatrick says Tua is a great addition. By the way, I miss Del Rio and that beautiful head of hair. Hey, NFL, read a room. Also, the Stugats is strong in you. Kyle Van Noy said of the Dolphins, This is not the Patriots, and I'm excited about that. Kyle, you have no idea, and don't be. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dana White said John Bones Jones tarnished his own name, but not enough that Dana won't trot him out to the octagon as often as he can for a price much less than his actual worth. Yeah. Dana, for the record, Dan gave me that observation. I've got your back. Are <laughs> you guys going to fight or what? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you that story. We'll, we're, we'll, maybe we'll have time for that next week. All right. If Blagoy Ivanov. I don't know if I said that right. Could be a UFC fighter, so could Dan. Also, the oldest-looking 33-year-old I've ever seen this side of Greg Oden. Deshaun Jackson wants players mic'd up in 2020. Never has there been an idea that's so good and so bad. At the exact same time. (laughs) Former NFL spokesman Joe Lockhart said the Vikings should sign Colin Kaepernick. Hey, Joe. With all due respect, it shouldn't take this to get to that. Also, Lockhart. Would have been nice to hear you say this when your voice actually mattered. Jalen Brown drove 14 hours to Atlanta to lead protest. Good job by him. And Dan, you know what that means about Jalen? do not know what that he means. He not only talks the talk, Dan. Oh, he literally walks the walk. You got Friday, man. I'm telling you. Lionel Messi said football will never be the same after the coronavirus. Lionel, do me a favor. Worry about your own sport. One thing that won't change. What happened? Mean?
4: I mean, which football was he talking
2: about? Uh, I don't know. There's two. I mean <laughs> one thing that won't change is Messi being overrated. I have missed saying someone's overrated. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize it till just now. <laughs> it's exciting. Put it on the poll camera at Levitar Show. Is this the first week ever in sports radio history that Stugatz hasn't said someone's overrated? Is it just me or our football players? Both college and pro. Getting arrested at an alarming rate. 3.30 p.m. Sunday afternoon. ProFootballTalk.com. Chandler Jones graduated from Syracuse. Hashtag COVID-19. COVID-19. Baseball players, wrap your heads around this. If you never come back, most people won't care. Many people won't even know you left. You know what's not fun these days? Turning on your television. I applaud Michael Jordan for a statement. And I know this sounds selfish. But man, I'd like to see Michael out there. On the streets. Leading. Helping. Preventing. And inspiring. Meanwhile, I wrote that Jordan observation down. On the 12th fairway of my golf course, <laughs> a tradition unlike any other, J.R. Smith left myself five yards to the left of the green with my second shot, if you're interested, <laughs> chipped it within three feet and picked up for par. And just I'm not touching those notes. pins, man. And, then, and the, Yeah, and then just wrote it in your notes, Michael Jordan needs to do more. Yeah, I was thinking about it in between shots, you know? <laughs> Terrible, I am. Dion Sanders is pushing for Antonio Brown to get back to the NFL. Dion, do me a favor. Push him to the Jets. Prime time. I am watching Mike Golick Jr. and Booger McFarlane work out on exercise bikes. Love them both. And it's for a great cause. But I've arrived in sports hell. Speaking of hell, (laughs) our (laughs) prials. Dan, those on a Friday
1: are the weekend (laughs) observations. Little Little late. I'm glad we got to them. Hey, who knows? Monday, we should have a new set of weekend observations. Our Friday, one or the other. They'll get to them eventually. Got to get to Hawk and Crowder on this Friday.
5: But yes, I forgot y'all saw my (laughs) pescatarian window. Oh, A <laughs> yeah. stupid ass pescatarian.
1: To eat or not to eat, plus some feel good Friday music on the way, and maybe those Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers. The week that was. This is the best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a feel-good Friday. Make you say i With some of that reggae music from Coke and the truth, Natty Promise. Kokai and the truth, Nazi promise, making you feel good this Feel Good Friday. Speaking of feeling good, New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft, turning 79 today, and we all know Robert Kraft, he knows South Florida all too well. Talking about because the Patriots and the Dolphins are in the same division, so he comes down at least once a year for the Patriots-Dolphins game. Come on, what'd you think I was talking about? Right now, talking about Hawk and Crowder. Fridays are just even more fun than normal on the show. If you missed any of it, I got you a little wrap-up right now. First, they're talking about breaking the rules, then pescaterianism and veggie burgers. I know that's got you excited. Celebrity birthdays. And oh yeah, how could you forget? <laughs> National Donut
6: Day. Today is a very important date in show history we will celebrate that this hour i will explain to everybody what that means in the 4 o'clock hour you are going to learn something about dan day our associate producer that is going to shock and probably delight you it did love me dan
5: day. oh i love and dan day i love that
6: guy man that guy <laughs> is as mysterious as anyone like who was that commercial the the most interesting man in the world
5: Doseckis guy.
6: Doseckis. Yeah. Dan Day is way more interesting than the Doseckis
5: guy. By far. Am yeah. I lying? It's you're crazy. Not, I, bro, we've worked with Dan Day for, it has to be well over a year now. I've hung out with him a number of times. I think I know him, but I don't feel like I know him. It's a weird place to be when you're a Dan There's Day. There's no friend. way
6: you know him. We don't know <laughs> the tip of the iceberg about Dan Day. So we're going to learn something about him today uh, in the four o'clock hour. And along that same line of thinking, you're going to learn something today about J Fig, Jen Figueroa. I mean, you already know that her movie reviews can cause searing pain, but something transpired last night on our text thread that I have to share with everybody. I don't know if she's going to want me to share it or not, so I should probably ask her, but I'm going to share it regardless. So we'll uh, we'll learn that in the four o'clock hour. I found it to be delightful and jaw-dropping at the same time. So, and then at five o'clock, speaking of Danday, five o'clock today, the uh, five o'clock Funky Buddha happy hour, we'll have Danday's week in review montage. Do we have a week in review montage, Solana? I will make sure we have a week in review montage. Because you said you were having trouble uploading stuff into the system. The system was down. So do you think we'll have it? Yeah, I, uh, I'll i be able to play it. Yes. Yeah, okay. Because didn't so you go weird. into the lab too and, and make
7: another banger uh, for today? I did. I did. So it might not sound as, as as great as it could, but we can still play it. We can do it. Oh,
6: why is that? Are you going play it, to play it off your phone or something? Like, no. Why Why wouldn't it sound good?
7: So... We're technically not allowed to play stuff off the computer. We have to upload it to our system. But right now, that's uh, that's an issue at the moment. Hopefully, it gets fixed. Right,
6: well, we can wait. We can wait. I'm, I'm just saying, like, we've got Dande's montage. We've got your new banger. But we, right now, technically, we just can't upload them. Right. Okay. Yeah. We can wait. You don't have to break the rules.
5: Break the rules.
6: I was just curious.
7: If,
5: if well, uh, I mean,
6: I'm I'm willing to do what's necessary to to you know give the people what they
7: want, and if it means no, that's I, fine. I have to get in I just for it, and I'm, I'm willing I, to do I, uh, it.
6: I was just most concerned about the end of week montage at five o'clock. If we're gonna have one of those,
7: I hope we do. But if not, I'm gonna do it anyways. I'm gonna play it anyways.
6: Okay. So we will. Yes, Remain. we will. All right. all right. Ooh, Very you chest good. out because it was it was a, a an emotional week on this show as well so i didn't even know if dan could make a lighthearted montage of this week although we covered plenty of nonsense as well let's be no. uh... <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, I can think of seven or eight topics we hit this week. That was silly as hell. <laughs> Let, let's be real;
6: it may have been sillier than normal. Today is National Veggie Burger Day. Well, that's nope. a waste of a day. Big day. I mean, that, that's big just day. a waste of a day. Nope. Is that a big day? Yeah. It's a big day. You're not vegan, right? I know you're you're into saving the the planet and all that stuff, but you're not vegan. No,
7: I'm not vegan, but I enjoy vegan food. I enjoy uh, veggie vegetarian food. See some Bro, I, today. Hey man, yeah. when
5: the COVID first started, I went to Publix, all the meat was gone big ass pile of veggie burgers I got fooled <laughs> no I burgers. got I got fooled a couple weeks ago
7: I got there's this restaurant in Kendall it's a, a very clean healthy restaurant but they they sell meat uh, but a lot of vegan options they texted me a promo buy one get one free tex-mex burger I'm like oh wow that sounds like a great uh, offer so I go I, I order it and I, I I get it I take it home and I bite into it and it's a black bean veggie burger. And and huh. I was very disappointed. I got to be honest, because I was expecting. Oh, so
6: it did it did not taste uh, like a burger?
7: I like black bean veggie burgers, but when you read Tex Mex burger, you're expecting, you know, like a, a fat juicy piece of steak, a burger, a fat burger. And I was eating a veggie burger, so I was a, l- a little disappointed.
5: Man, I you don't eat veggie bur- burgers. I need that grease to run down my chin. I like. But you veggie don't eat burgers. veggie burgers.
6: Yeah, I don't. know. That's not my. Uh not my wheelhouse I, uh, I like veal so my my problem is that because that's like the least politically correct meat to eat it's so, so I you know I know oh, it's so delicious. good. I just,
5: mm. I don't like, I'm, I don't, I'm not into tricking myself. Well, if I don't want to eat meat, I'm going to eat some salad. I'm going to eat right. some green beans. I'm a, don't give me a bean burger because I still want to taste burger to meat. No, I don't want no damn veggie sausage. If I want veggies, give me a carrot. If I want meat, give me a poke sausage. And I said poke the way I plan to say poke. That's how I <laughs> say poke when I'm hungry. Give me a poke sausage.
6: Well, anyway, happy National Veggie Burger Day, everybody. <laughs> Celebrity birthdays today. Sam Darnold is 23. Nick Kroll is 42. Who's Nick Kroll?
7: He's a pretty popular comedian. And uh, he's, I can't remember the name right now, but he's the uh, the guy behind this very popular uh, cartoon on Netflix that went by. You know what? Months.
6: Leroy Horde is texting me, and he's 100% correct. You ruined our trip to Vegas, Crowder, because you became a pescatarian for a brief period of time <laughs> in your life. You're talking about eating meat and whatnot. Leroy Horde and I were at a meat happy hour at a beautiful steakhouse in Vegas, and you've decided to be a pescatarian, you jack. Ass.
5: That was for the love of my wife, and I'm sorry, oh. Leroy. I actually, Ridiculous. I, Leroy. I would like to apologize to Leroy, because I see Leroy all the time. Leroy, the guy, he's getting in shape for something. He's riding mm-hmm. his bike all around Davy. Leroy, you're doing your thing, big dog. But yes, I forgot y'all saw my pescatarian window. That <laughs> Stupid was, Stupid-ass <yeah>. pescatarian. <laughs> what? We have breaking news?
4: We do. All right.
7: This is, guys, this is big. All right. It's the long one, though. we got to wait for it to run out. Yeah,
6: we play the entire sounder. We don't mess around. We're getting our money's worth. (laughs) I can't wait.
7: Are you ready? Yeah. Should I play that one more time? No, I'm just joking. No. Uh, we have our uh, our Dande Weekend Review montage up. We have our, our new banger up. It's ready to go. So uh, the fan base will not be disappointed today.
6: Oh, all right. So the computer is working? All the uh, all the uh, stuff got uploaded? It's uploaded. It's ready to go. We are good to go. All right. Well, that's coming up this hour as well then, too. Let's get headlines here quickly with Alejandro Solana.
7: In a statement yesterday, the uh, MLB Players Association Quote resoundingly rejected MLB owners' plans for further salary reduction.
6: Yeah, I mean, all right, enough already. Let's. I mean,
5: I, I, I mean they might as well let me and my wife argue about this one. We're just as I effective.
6: Mean, yeah, I, I mean, you got to be kidding me. I, I, I mean, you got it. It's it's so galling that they can't. That Major League Why is Major League Baseball always behind on everything? They just so silly. You know who the you know who needs to figure it out? Ron Washington. Yeah. There's one man that can figure this out, and it's Ron Washington.
5: I'll go with Agassi, but I, I understand what you're... you're going with Agassi. You're right, Solana. I'm on Ron's
6: yes. team. You
5: never know which side <laughs> Crowder's
6: gonna be on. I mean, he spent hours and hours arguing against. Uh, Andre Agassi and for or again, what I don't know what he was arguing he also spent hours arguing about vegetarianism and eating meat and then we remembered via Leroy Horde he's a pescatarian I don't know Crowder is completely inconsistent
5: I had a window you know that you know that that try you know in college you try stuff I, I'm missing in my college <laughs> time I'm trying stuff
6: Unbelievable! All right, what uh, what else you have in the headlines?
7: Would you watch like a documentary, and that's why you uh, you decided exactly to That's exactly what happened?
6: His no, wife yeah. watched it's a documentary. Exactly that
5: what what the food? What was it called? Something like that. What the food or whatever? And yeah. she she yeah, and she wanted the whole family to go pescatarian. And then yeah, right after Vegas, me and my son just we just broke the law. We had to go get us some damn beef. What the hell? It was what the hell? What, what the hell? Yeah. Oh my wife, she oh what the hell turned her off. But then now. Uh, oh.
6: Crowder's walking around Vegas. We're at a meat happy hour. Me and Leroy Horde. I think Tobin was with us. We're getting ready to throw it down. And he's like, "Uh, Fellas. I'm a pescatarian. Is there a pescatarian <laughs>
5: menu? But then I asked the lady, right? Y'all are getting these big-ass ribeyes, gigantic, big, big sausage patties and all this. She brings a little two-ounce piece of fish. I mean, listen, I'm pescatarian, but I'm still 260. I need some damn goodness gracious. Oh,
6: so infuriating. All right, what else in the
7: headline, Solana? Big news. Uh, the Chinese Professional Baseball League will no longer limit fans nor require masks for spectators the remainder of their 2020 season. Really?
6: Really. Wow. That's a big change. Holy hell. Yeah. <laughs> in a video release last that night. that was all I had. Holy <laughs> hell. In a video, it's I mean,
5: like, it's big news Solana, though. Why certain news. certain topics, you expect us
6: to talk more. For some, there's reason. certain right. There's certain times where he thinks he's got the best jumping off point, and then if nobody jumps, he just sits there. I learned it from you though.
5: Sometimes let something sit, and that's uh, true.
6: You know, you gotta let it marinate.
5: Yep, I'm sure he didn't tell you, and you know. I'm sure that's not how it ended. <laughs> today uh, today was
7: the first day coaches were allowed to enter their team facilities. According to Ian Rappaport, some coaches, uh, by the way, in the NFL, did return and others did not, as the NFL and the NFL Players Association discussed their plan for how training camp and the end of the virtual offseason will be. All right. In a video released last night, several NFL players asked the league to admit it was wrong to silence the peaceful protest. It was a 71-second video. It featured... Uh, some big names, Patrick Mahomes, Odell Beckham Jr., Deshaun Watson,
5: Saquon Barkley.
6: Yep, pretty cool.
5: That's going to be tough for Roger Goodell because he's paid and an employee of the owners. And we know guys like Jerry Jones were totally against the kneeling. So I, that's I, what I'm saying. I'm, like, it, I'm it, interested it, to see how this ends.
6: That's going to be something to navigate for that league, man. That is going to be something to navigate.
7: Finally, guys, it is National Veggie Burger Day. Today is also National Donut Day.
6: Yeah. I could ride oh, with this one. Love a Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah.
5: Cool Krispy Kreme. Going to have Ooh, a nice, so going uh, to
7: have a cronut tonight. Can't wait.
6: I know. I, I Certain lures I see a mile away. Other lures <laughs> I swim up closer. Certain lures I see a mile away.
1: Don't bite into it, Hawk. Don't bite into it. Bite into a donut. National Donut Day should just be, oh my goodness. Shouldn't have to work. Should just go. Eat donuts all day. I put up my Mount Rushmore of donuts, very specific list on my Twitter page at Dan Day Radio. You can also watch footage of me running a marathon in six hours with zero training, which some people here at work think that I walked. Uh-uh. I ran the whole thing. I went to the bathroom. I stopped every once in a while, but nonetheless, Mount Rushmore donuts, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Merrily donuts, apple fritters that big as your head. Down here in South Florida, Pompano Beach, Dandy Donuts. They're Bavarian cream. Of course, Voodoo Donuts in Portland, Oregon, legendary. The Voodoo Dolls, and then Blue Dot Donuts in New Orleans, my hometown, that has oh, these delicious king cake donuts. Speaking of the best of the best, it's Friday. You know what we do on Fridays? Hawkman highlights Crowder crowd pleasers. The week that was on the Hawkman and Crowder show.
8: Hawkman highlights. Highlights. Crowd- Crowder crowd pleasers. Crowd pleasers. Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder show. Brought to you in Miami
5: Hi
6: Thursday No, it's Friday Why did I just make it Thursday?
5: Hey, you never know the day Highlight McMuffin? Nah Chicken biscuit? <laughs> nah Bees with some damn Jamaican seasoning. That's what I'm in the taste for Damn Haynes birth Devon Hainsburg <laughs> So this damn Derek Hainsworth Can tuna's delicious, y'all can go to him <laughs> So uh, happy birthday Devon
6: Hainsburg Stainsburg <laughs> So what do you want to do? You want to stand And you want to be the king of the mountain Of the potato wedge game? There is no potato wedge game! Dainsburg. Dennis Hainsburg. Dainsburg.
8: Dains <laughs> now that's a crowd pleaser.
6: Oh my God, he
7: is a clever duck.
6: And our arms are
7: open
1: wide.
6: I wished I was the duck. I was ready to get some ducking
5: going on. Boneless? <laughs> No
6: Can't spell Hashem without hash. This is, a song Don has sex no. this is the song Don Garber has sex to. McMuffins? Nah. This is <laughs> the song Don Garber has sex to. Knock in the crowd.
5: I'm not always there when you call, but I'm always on time. i please. please. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that doesn't make you want to listen to The Hawk and Crowder Show weekdays from 3 to 6 here on 560 The Joe, check your pulse. Of course, it is a feel-good Friday. I told you I am originally from New Orleans, talking about those Blue Dot Donuts. Oh, Of course, my main man, Drew Brees, Whew, he has said some very, very controversial things. He recently kind of peeled back on his anti-kneeling stance.
8: I know there's not much that I can say that would make things any better right now, but I just want you to see in my eyes how sorry I am for the comments that I made yesterday. I know that it hurt many people, especially friends, teammates, former teammates, loved ones, people that I care and and respect deeply. That was never my intention. I wish I would have laid out what was on my heart in regards to the George Floyd murder, Ahmaud Arbery, the years and years of social injustice, police brutality, and the need for so much reform and change in regards to legislation and so many other things to bring equality to our black communities. I am sorry, and I will do better, and I will be part of the solution. And I am your ally. And I know no words will do that justice.
1: Still a long way to go in this country, in this city, in this world, in this neighborhood, everywhere. Try to make a difference by loving, being accepting, having peace, especially this weekend. I know the weekends, a lot of times things kind of flare up. Just love, accept, be peaceful, be an overall good person. Let that be your guide. That's really all I can say. That and it's National Donut Day, so please. Go get some donuts, and if you're like me, you love veggie burgers. It's also National Veggie Burger Day. Veggie burgers, donuts, is there a better combination? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's pretty, 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 pretty good. That's what I'd have to say. Of course, it's always pretty, 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 pretty good when you download the podcast. All you have to do, go wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, or you can go to the radio.com app, or you can simply go to our website, WQAM.com. Like I said, it's, it's pretty, 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 pretty good. And if you have any questions, hit up Larry David. No, I mean, hit me up on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. I'll do my best to try to answer any questions. And like I said, on my Twitter page, you could see me in a condensed version running a marathon in under six hours, right under six hours. JFig, Solana, they think I'm lying. They think I walked a lot of it. Crowder, Hawk, they've got my back. I ran it. There's evidence. It's on my Twitter page, at Radio. Don't run. Take your time this weekend. And love, everyone. We'll be back Monday, 6 o'clock, for another edition of the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas,
6: Phoenix, and Rhode Island
7: jam like you're all in the same garage.